Hey guys, it's Brittany and Rosie and welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Two Broke Fangirls. So this week we are doing kind of a part two follow-up to last week's episode about the breakup. You guys ready for some more trauma? (laughs) (laughs) Bringing up the PTSD. No, I think this one's good because I think we're going to, we're going to basically reflect on the breakup and then where we are basically 10 years later. Yeah. Um, so I was a sophomore in college, like I mentioned in our last episode, when the boys broke up. And I was a journalism PR double major. So back in like the 2014 to 2017 era of like our age group, there was this website called The Odyssey online. Yes. I think it's still around. But it's basically where different pockets of students at different college campuses or around there um, could write articles about anything that they wanted. And it was like for young adults and all this stuff. So because I was a journalism major, I started a like little group of people in my area of New York. And I like was the editor in chief of like seven different writers under me and all this stuff because I wanted experience for my resume. But I was basically a writer for The Odyssey. And it was like cool, but then it got to be like kind of embarrassing after a while. (laughs) Um, But anyway, when I was a writer, I wrote this letter back then. It was like a a letter, but it was an article titled An Open Letter to the Boy Band That Broke My Heart. Mm -hmm. And it was literally an open letter to the Jonas Brothers that was published, I think, in 2015 or 2016. Mm. So it was like right in the middle of their six-year break. But obviously, 26-year-old me did not know that they were ever getting back together. Yeah, like, literally, little like we had no idea that that was ever going to be a possibility. This is at that point, like Nick is well into solo stuff. Joe's with DNC at that mm-hmm. point. Kevin has two kids. Kevin's like Kevin. Kevin's <laughs> Kevin. Like Kevin's building homes. Kevin. Jonas, <laughs> shout out Jonas Werner Homes. Um, so at that point, like when I wrote this, it really was like I think. The last episode was so cool because we really got to reflect on their breakup and hearing so many fans like their like input from that day and all the similarities and differences. Yeah. But when I wrote this, it was really like settled at that point. Mm-hmm. It wasn't raw. I was like over the anger yeah. basically at that point. Kind of acceptance. Yes. It settled in. But I read this letter for the first time in years, like a week or two ago. And I was like, had full body chills. I was like, holy shit. If this version of me could know, like, this is what? I was 21, maybe 22. If she only knew what was in store, mm-hmm. like, it's just crazy. So I said to Rosie, we should do episodes about the breakup and then an episode, like, reflecting on how far we've come. Yeah. So I want to start the episode by reading the article because it's just so – I just feel like it's so – Ah, like it just gets me in my feels. Like I don't even know if you. I'm excited I, to hear it. Yeah, I don't know if you like if you did read it. it was I'm a while sure. Ago. Like yeah, I'm sure back in the day, but yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. So I'm gonna read the article and then Rosie and I will reflect Woo. on things after that. So okay, an open letter to the boy. I'm gonna laugh through this. <laughs> an open letter to the boy band that broke my heart. To the boy band, I thought I, this is also gonna be so fucking dramatic. Like oh my <laughs> I god, that. I was. I'm ready. The melodrama. Okay. <laughs> To the boy band I thought I'd have forever. It's been over three years, three years since the day I called my mother sobbing so hard that she thought I was seriously hurt or someone had died. Brittany, what's wrong? (laughs) Ma, the Jonas Brothers broke up. I exclaimed through my tears. Yes, don't laugh. I thought the defining dreaded life or death moment in my life was a band of three brothers breaking up. But looking back at it all now, I wouldn't have changed the years I spent loving you three for anything. 
I don't care what anyone says. One of the best feelings in the world is right before a concert starts. The lights suddenly go black. There's a split second of pure silence before the abrupt shrieks and screams of anxious excitement bounce off the venue walls. The beginning music starts playing of your favorite song and the fog creeps out before bright lights hit the stage and there they are. That was the energy I fed off of for the majority of my teenage years. While the rest of my peers were going to parties and saving their money, I was skipping them and giving mine left and right to be able to see you. The day you guys broke up, it felt like a small piece of me was gone. You were on the brink of a comeback, a new album set to release, ready to go out on a tour in mere days, and it all just ended out of nowhere. While I still don't accept how it happened, how it was handled, and why, it still can never take away how thankful I am that I was able to grow up with you three. One, thank you for giving me the wildest memories I could have asked for. While my, while my peers were spending their time getting wasted at parties, I spent mine running around New York City, whether it was sleeping on the streets to see you, leaping over barricades, or waiting on lines in extreme heat, cold, and literal monsoons. It was all worth it. Because of you, this is, this is a straight fucking lie. Because of you, I know my way up and down New York City streets. <laughs> Wrong. I cannot function in New York City without Rosie. Side note. <laughs> I like to think I know where I'm going, but I do not. Um, <laughs> I can buy tickets online faster than anyone I know. Not anymore. No, no, Ticketmaster. Yeah. Right? Fuck Ticketmaster. Um, and I can sneak into meet and greets like a pro. Oops. <laughs> you gave me the unique memories I look back on now and wonder how I was so lucky to experience it. Two, thank you for giving me the unique friendships I still have today. Because of you, I've met so many people from many different walks of life. It was waiting in endless lines for your concerts, events, and meet and greets where I found people I could bond with on a different level. The people who didn't laugh in my face when I told them who my favorite band was or judged me for it. People who had the same looks of adoration and hope on their faces during every concert I had been to. I don't think many people understand the immense joy there is when you're at a concert and can look around and see thousands of people just like yourself. It's because of you that my life has been added with some of the best people I know and some of the people I'm proud to call my best friends. Three, thank you for the music that got me through the best and worst days, the music that defined my teenage years. It was your lyrics that, oh, oops, it was in your lyrics. I was able to feel at peace when I had the worst day imaginable. On some days, coming home and having your music blasting through my headphones is what kept me from having a complete meltdown. With every year came more songs I could relate to more and more. You gave me songs I could dance around my room to, songs I blasted out of my car windows once I got my license, songs I listened to after my first big heartbreak, and songs I listened to when I was faced with the scariest moment in my life. Through every major event, you were always there by my side. It's your music that defines some of the most important years of my life. Four, thank you for giving us all that you could. There aren't many artists who have their relationship with their fans like you did. I always felt at home when I was in your presence. You weren't the typical money-making boy band. From your live chats to tweet sprees, meet and greet experiences, and always stopping, no matter what, to meet fans outside of events, hotels, and airports, you always put us first. I can't thank you enough for being one of the first boy bands to break the norm and form a different kind of connection with your fans. Five, thank you for teaching me how to grow up. While your breakup shook me, really shook me. It taught me a lot. It showed me that something good doesn't always last and that we all need to enjoy every moment we are able to have and never take things for granted. If I knew the last time I met you and saw you live was going to be my last, I would have embraced it so much more. I wouldn't take back any of the many moments I spent with you and it wasn't until it was all over that I realized how lucky I was to truly experience it all that I did. Let's be real, I'd still be going to your concerts if you never broke up, but in closing that chapter of my life, I learned responsibility, the value of a dollar, and what being an adult is. I can no longer just skip school to see you or spend $600 on floor seats to your concerts when I have bills to pay and a college loan to deal with, considering all the money I spent on you over the years could have paid it off by now. (laughs) 
six. Thank you for giving me the moments I'll tell my children about. I know how much my favorite band impacted my life. So when I have children someday and they fall in love with a band, I'll be the first mother online buying them their first tickets to a show. When they ask me what it was like as a teenager, I'll tell them about the one. Oh, I'm going to cry. I'll tell them about. <laughs> I'll tell them about that one time my best friend Rosie and I ran from Central Park to Times Square to get in line to meet you or how it was one of the lucky fans chosen to be on stage with you at Radio City Music Hall in front of 6,000 people for your comeback show. I'll tell them that some of the best memories I had were all the memories that involved you. When your songs come on shuffle, I'll always stop and smile. Oh, this is so dramatic. I'll always clap during the last chorus of That's Just the Way We Roll. I'll never listen to SOS without thinking of Kevin's dance. I'll always rap Big Rock's part and burn it up and will always clap during Nick's bridge. I'll always shed a tear when I hear a little bit longer when he looked me in the eyes. And I'll always chuckle every time I hear Don't Charge Me for the Crime. How ironic. Um, even though Nick would like to shun it from his memories, I think we'll all remember Nick J is off the chain too. I'll never regret the meet and greets I've snuck into or the hours waiting for your live chats to finally start. I'll still watch the ridiculous YouTube videos from years ago and I'll still blast your music from my car occasionally with no shame, remembering every lyric no matter how much time has passed. All the years of torment from people referring to me as the Jonas girl were so worth it. Things are different now. One of you is a proud father, husband, oh. and businessman. One is a free spirit with a new, fresh band. And the other has a solo career that has skyrocketed with a world tour on the way. I'm so happy to see you all living the life you've dreamed of and for being happier than any of us have seen you. As fans, that's all we really could have wanted. I will never forget the feeling in my heart over the years when those lights would fade to black and you three appear before us because when I go back and remember it all, that feeling is still there. While the posters have come down and the concerts have come to an end, I can promise you the memories never will. Thank you for making me who I am today. Signed, a loving fan. Oh, shit. Signed, a loving fan, still slightly heartbroken, who will get tickets immediately if you ever do a reunion tour. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Woo! I feel like we need a round of applause. <laughs> oh, my God. I have chills. Wow. That last part was giving chills. So... I read that and I was like, oh my God. Wow. wow. If only I knew. Yeah. Like, so I kind of want to go, like, I literally like numbered these points and I can, I'll probably tweet the link to the article, like when we post this episode, mm -hmm. if people want to actually look at it. Um, but I kind of want to like go through the different points because I feel like we can really reflect each one in a, Absolutely. Different, wow. in a different way. So I guess we could talk about the day that they got back together first. Yeah. Like we, me and Rosie were just talking about it. Rosie remembers that day clear as clear, crystal clear. And I still feel like I have like, tr not trauma, good trauma. Like yeah, I yeah. blacked out. Right. I remember them, the, their, their social media accounts coming back and being black. Yes. That I remember. But I don't remember the actual drop of the news. That's, what, I, see, that's I, what I remember out. more. I remember <laughs> the actual drop of the news. Oh my God. No, yeah. I blacked out, I think. I, just, I remember staying up to watch stuff. I have a Snapchat video of me reacting to the video of something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I think I think I remember it so well because I think, you know, so much time has passed and it was so long since a Jonas brother has made me cry. Yeah. Like I was so past that. And literally the second it was like officially announced, I was sobbing. And you know me. Jonas Brothers can't make me cry very easily. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I'm just not You're very, not a big crier. I'm, I'm not a big crier. Yeah. But I was fuck. I was in the car, in the back of the car, literally sobbing. And Greg was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> are, what happened? I was like, the Jonas Brothers are back together. 
yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, he's about to meet a new side of me yeah. that he never yeah. met, which is insane. Honestly, yeah. At that point, he really didn't. No. you guys met when they were broken up. Yeah, me and my current husband. We current husband. going to be a different one. Uh, we, <laughs> we met a year after they broke up. Yeah almost like a year and a couple months yeah. after so it's just it's so funny because i mean now he's dealt with me for years and of them being back together yeah, used to it. surprise yeah. this is what you signed up for oh but my God. Uh, yeah I, I do i remember like i remember actually being shocked that i was sobbing because like i even when they broke up i didn't sob like that i think because again i was like working yeah and like i had to keep it together and yeah. then I, I was just numb and pissed but like that was the hardest i've ever cried over the jonas brothers was yeah. when they got, got back, back together. together and that was mere four years ago Five now five years just, ago almost right oh god 2019 yeah no yeah, i guess almost. we're going on five yeah. years uh, uh, i just i didn't think yeah. i had it in me did you yeah yeah it'll be five years in february wow oh my god wow that's so insane the f- I, I i just like i don't know it, it brings me like so much nostalgia and like yeah. this feeling in me that's so like oh euphoric. i know hearing the article oof <laughs> Okay, so the first one that I brought up said, thank you for giving me the wildest memories I could have asked for. And I think it's so cool that, like, again, like we talked about in the last episode, we felt like when they broke up, that part of us died. Yeah. We're going to do We're going to do a whole separate episode about this, about how there's Jonas friends and then friends that do Jonas stuff. You and I are friends that do Jonas stuff. Yes. The Jonas Brothers, God forbid, could break up tomorrow and we would still have the same exact friendship that we do. Exactly. Not other Jonas fans in this fandom have that. No. They're just friends because of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. That's how our friendship started. Yeah, like we met because of them, but we, I mean, we are best friends. Like we, you know, we've done so much together besides Jonas stuff, you know? So, and we're gonna literally do a whole episode Yeah, this is like a hot topic tea. (laughs) But for this first point, I feel like that was hard for us because, yeah, we were just as good of friends. If anything, I feel like we got closer when they broke up because we worked together. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we were hanging out all the time. But for us, it was like when they broke up, that part of our friendship of what we would do for them died. Yes. So when they got back together, it was like, oh, my God, it's been so long since we've run to the city or since yeah. we've gone to a concert. I mean, like, our favorite memories were like camping out. And yeah. I remember just like coming home on the train, the train so late at oh. night. And like but we were like so still like happy and yep. like just like it was just such a feeling that we i just can't describe when we would go and meet them or go to events and whatnot and just spend our whole day like Mm -hmm. doing crazy things and yeah it was sad to think like wow i guess it was the last time we yeah it was also too like when they broke up we didn't know that whenever we did that for the last time was the last time yes so for us to be able to like come back so many years later so much older but like being able to like experience that Mm -hmm. again i feel like was so like cool yeah i never expect us to be able to do that no me neither um the second point which is was i think what made me like emotional to reading this about like thank you for giving me the unique friendships i still have today I just got married and had not only you, but whole like table <laughs> my, a whole table of my Jonas friends that I quite literally either met on Team Jonas or met outside of an event in New York City at yes. 15 years old. Yeah, doing what we love boys. to do. So yeah. like the fact that like I'm so much older now and I'm married and I'm able to literally those friendships transcended out of the years. fangirl world into my wedding. Like yeah. that's crazy. Like. Yeah. Our friend Maddie, like, she literally met us on Team Jonas. She, mm-hmm. like, saw us on Team Jonas all the yeah. time. We became friends. Like, we do stuff with her all the time. Like, Imagine it's if we just, just never met her. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. It's so crazy. And I also think, too, like, all the Broadway shows that we went to, the self-titled one specifically, was so oh my God. surreal because we saw so many 
people that yes. we knew from Gene Jonas that we were friends with waiting outside in the city. It was like a big it was reunion. Like every single person from our past was there. Yeah. Like every single person. It was wild self-titled night. It was like just like the most nostalgic thing. And I think that us at, you know, 20, 21, 22, if we knew that 29 and 30 year old us would be experiencing mm-hmm. that, like I never would have thought. Because really, like yeah. I think we mentioned in our last episode, like, some of these people were like, are we ever even going to see him again? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I, that was one of the really sad things about that. And, like, I'm sure people are listening. They're like, oh, you couldn't go make, like, plans for dinner in the city. It's just not it's the same. Like, no. there is just a different kind of excitement. And, like, these are just people who you do those things mm-hmm. with. And, yeah, there's some people that it's like, would we probably hang out with them outside of that? No, back in the day. Yeah. But, like, we're still going to miss them. Oh, you know, yeah. we're still going to, like, miss doing these things with them. Yeah. So, I remember seeing, like our like main group of friends for like like really seeing them for the first time it was like oh my god like i remember yes um, me too we saw angie and malia outside of the pandora show in yeah and it was like so crazy i remember walking that line and be like oh my god oh my god yes it was was, like a big reunion and so yes so many years had gone by it's like it's crazy because that doesn't happen often where you like you have a group of friends you don't see them for freaking six years Years, and then like here we are again Mm -hmm. it was so special and it's like you picked up like we all picked up right oh my god off. yeah like, completely like it was like nothing yep. changed yep so i just Ugh. thought that was so special i love it the third one was um thank you for the music that got me through the best and worst days the music that defined my teenage years i loved when you said that because i feel like i used to say that all the time like they define my life yeah. like literally it, it's so true it's just yeah. so true like they truly did define our teenage years and i feel like they're like i feel like this can kind of play into like what their music was then versus now and literally yeah. the tour they just did like we literally just experienced a tour where they've gone through their whole you know in some form or another or another their discography yeah and i just feel like the music that they're putting out now while it might for some fans lack the nostalgia factor mm-hmm. like self-titled let's say i will die on the hill that the album is fantastic oh I my think god it's some of the best music that they've put out agree just sound wise like and i think like when now it's interesting now that like we're older i think that we look at things differently like i went to school for pr i i look at things when it comes to like fangirl stuff like in that mindset of like marketing and like getting Mm -hmm. to like other people and i just feel like this last album like we said like when we were literally sitting at z100 listening to it Mm -hmm. for the first time before it came out you turned to me you were like my parents would listen to this i was like like, they're gonna like this album that's the first time i could really ever say that that they like of course they didn't like hate their music back then but like anybody could listen to that yeah i feel like and fine like i remember when it came out i was so sad because i couldn't be in new york city for opening weekend but i was in new orleans for my friend's bachelorette and I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm playing the shit out of this. <laughs> if I, like, so I had, we, I was the only one that rented a car and I was driving us all around and we listened to it all weekend and all of her friends were like, this is like really good. Yeah. I feel like no one can sit there and say this is like bad yeah. music. It's just not. So I just think it's cool. Like, like if you like imagine someone handed us like a, like an earphone and when we put it in our ear at like what? 18 oh my and god walls played i would have been like what the oh fuck is this <laughs> i know i think i would have been so in shock that like their music did grow with us yeah because back then here we were bopping to like sos and burning up and stuff and then it's like i'd be like yeah 30 years old I, that is the music we should be listening to yeah you know like i like it's like now all the old songs like we love them but of course there's like a part of it that's like a little silly like True. for some of the songs but like their new album truly it's like we did grow with their music mm-hmm. and it's just so cool because their music is still like the soundtrack to our lives in a way <laughs> yeah i mean like at 30 years old i will still scream about a whale being in a pool with my, oh my mom god, yes. but like we're like you know, but at 30, I think I want to hear more mature music. So I think it's just cool that we're able to, like, see the progression in their music. And it 
match the point of our lives that we're in and maybe it's because like we're around a similar age to them yeah like who knows that's like, true and they're fans that are younger who probably can't relate as much and can relate more to their older music true. so it's true i think we're like in a sense lucky to be in the same age range as them because yeah. we're we've all grown together that is true yeah the fourth one i put was thank you for giving us all that you could Aww. i think that this is a good one to reflect back on like we were angry when it happened but i think looking back now I like am thankful that Nick had the balls to like yeah. say something. Yeah. Cause it was so clear how unhappy that they were. Oh yeah. Like Yeah, if you're not enjoying it and it's creating drama in your brotherhood, yeah. like that's not good. That's, that's not something that should continue. That's where I feel like probably the difference is, and again, we're not in their family. I don't know. But I feel like if they're like if they were broken as a family, then that obviously is translating to everything else. Whereas now when I see them they seem so united. Yes. I think it's the they most. They seem so un- happy. Yes. Like the hugs on stage. Yeah. And like, it's just so, you could just tell they're on the same page. Yeah. It's just so cool. And I I wonder if it's just like therapy growth, if it's that like they're yeah. all in the same stages of being father. Like yes. You know? Like older, I feel like there could be less like jealousy between certain things, you mm-hmm. know, like they're all just older. And like you said, they're all fathers. Yep. It's like, they're just the same right now yeah. in their stage of life. So I think, it, I mean, this could be speculation too, but I think looking back at when they were at that breakup period, mm-hmm. Kevin was like in his late twenties, like yeah. early thirties, Nick is like probably like, I forget now, but like probably 23, 24, like yeah, they very were in different. very different stages. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes a lot of sense that like now yeah. it makes more sense that they are where they are happier because it just makes more sense. Definitely. Well, yeah, Nick age. had to be 20 because he's my age. Yeah. And I was 21 when they broke up. It's 21. You're very different from upper 20s, 30, you know? 30, yeah. 31 now. Very like, different. So I can imagine being in a band with someone who such different age ranges mm-hmm. would be difficult. And wanting different things. Like, yeah. obviously, Kevin's, like, settled down with a wife. Mm-hmm. Nick is, like, doing yeah. his own thing. Like, yeah. So that I really just, showed in his solo music. It was definitely oh, yeah. more, I would imagine, that's what he would have wanted mm-hmm. back then. I think it's just, it like, it's, I think for us as now – like when they broke up i was 19 20 like Mm -hmm. i'm so much more mature as a person you are like can you imagine being in a band with your 20 year old self no no No, literally absolutely not so it makes sense it it's easier for us now as adults to look back on it with like more grace and like understanding whereas at 19 i wanted to kill them yeah no exactly 100 (laughs) percent. now i feel like i could understand yeah i feel like now because we've lived life in the last 10 years Mm -hmm. like we get it like Mm -hmm. and where I was angry, now I almost feel thankful that it happened because yeah. I don't think we would. One, I don't. I think if they didn't break up, it would have fizzled into something, and they never would have gotten back. To exactly, it, it would have broke. They would have broken up eventually, and like you said, they, yeah. at that point would be having families and kids, and that would be it. Yeah, I really feel that way too. So, so I feel like, I feel like way, we're lucky in a sense that yeah, it happened then. You know, happened when it's true. We yep. didn't know back then, but yep. Um, that kind of goes into the fifth point that I made about thank you for teaching me how to grow up. I yeah. mean. We're still unhinged. Don't get me wrong. Oh, for but sure. I mean, I I think now actually this is something we could talk about. We've had to over the last five years since they've been back together make decisions of like we can't do we can do three shows, we can't do seven shows. Yes. Store. Like we've had to as adults text each other and be like, listen, we just like, can't. We can't. I mean, that happened so recently with the two back to back nights. Newer. Yep. We were exactly. like, we cannot do the first one. Nope. Um. And I had yeah. to work. You had to move. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just too much. Yeah. It, and back years ago, I think we would have made it work oh, somehow. Yeah. We would have done something to make it work. It would have been like death. If we even if we were running it. in there at 9 p.m. just to see like not part even the first half of it, we would have done that. Yep. And at that point, it's like, oh, we're not going to drive down there just no. to do the in park. And yep. it's just not worth it. We're older now in terms of like, I'm, 
I will not go to the city for a good for a general admission show no. like for nothing like yeah. sorry not doing it like mm-hmm. and the, I think we've also learned like the value of a dollar which yes. I'm also hypocritical we dropped like $800 <laughs> on front row tickets for a little bit longer than yeah. Broadway which I don't regret for a single no. second but you gotta like balance it balance it yes. yes you have to weigh out what's worth it and what's not yep mm-hmm. perfect example Rosie literally her wedding fell right when remember this tour was in our area we yep. had a miss jones beach pnc that oh my god if we would have told our our you know 17 year old selves is what's gonna happen we would have been like no we're gonna move the wedding <laughs> you li- I'd like, cancel the wedding cancel it reschedule it send out new invites 100 percent. or we would have fucking went the night <laughs> yeah. before i yeah. mean jones beach was the night before my wedding could we have technically gone sure really we weren't doing anything you know but i was like no we need to rest up like i need i, I cannot do that the yeah. night before the wedding yeah. but like us younger we absolutely would've. Absolutely would have. So I think I just think it's cool that like <laughs> we've, we've just grown. grown a lot. Yeah. Um, six says thank you for giving me the moments I'll tell my children about. Oh, we talk about this all the time because now we're like at the age. At the age. And back then it felt so in the future. Oh my god. Like just saying that was so like lighthearted. So like, yeah, eventually one day. And now we're like, oh shit, we're like the, Hello, we're here. <laughs> no, literally, when I wrote this, I was it gives me the creeps. <laughs> yeah. When I wrote this, I was a junior or senior in college. So even then it's like I'm twenty two. Like, yeah, like you know, not really thinking about I didn't kids. even know my my husband existed at the yeah. time like and we would always say that like when we're moms like we're gonna bring like yeah, but our kids yeah but it didn't feel so scary because no. it was like oh so many years in the future and now, now it's we're like, here shit <laughs> and now there's literally fans our age bringing their yeah. kids to shows yeah. like and that's something i think is really cool like when they like when the boys do interviews now and they talk about that yeah that's got to be such a cool thing for them to mm-hmm. see fans that are their age now bringing their own kids like mm-hmm. that's such a cool full circle thing it is 100 you know? percent. you know they definitely i like that they find that cool yeah you know? and i feel like it'll make us cooler moms yeah because i 100 percent like i know oh this we're never gonna stop no. so hello future children yeah. we're, <laughs> you're we're automatically coming. gonna be a another <laughs> man you're welcome yep Oh my god! Uh, get ready to be forced into our lifestyle. <laughs> I love the part where I literally say, "One of you is a husband, a proud father, husband, and businessman." And businessman, as we're harassing his company, he was calling it apps and shit. And then <laughs> Joe and DNC and Nick and his his skyrocketing solo Ooh, career, skyrocketing. Said. <laughs> But I just think like it's uh, I don't know it just gives me uh, then literally how I signed you off a loving fan still slightly heartbroken <laughs> who will who will get tickets immediately if you ever do a reunion tour if only I fucking knew oh my god like mm-hmm. we not it only, happened <laughs> not only did they do a, a reunion tour they did another tour and then a Vegas residency, residency yeah. and then a literal Aer- their own arrows tour yeah like, and then we're getting a, like a 20th anniversary tour and that's so cool because it almost makes it feel like like they didn't break up in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like the 20th anniversary of the band. Like, we're not starting over yeah. from, like, year one yeah. it was 2019. You know, it's like, no, like, it's still, it's those still years here. still matter. Yeah. yeah. Like, we existed mm-hmm. during those years. It is the 20th yeah. anniversary. I feel like we talk about this sometimes on Twitter. I, it's so funny because, like, I am so, like, I edit these podcasts and then I upload them and then I will listen to them over and over again because I don't know if Brittany's it's like specialty. A, yeah. I don't know if it's like, like I'm on TikTok. I don't know if it's like a it's I mean I don't think I'm self-centered. It's not that. I just like I like imagining what other people are listening yeah, no, to. I do, too. I do like listening to the podcast. I, yeah. I don't do it with the TikTok. Oh, the so t- much, oh but... yeah. Oh my God. They wanted to kill me at my bachelor <laughs> we were party. Kill her. The the video Rosie took a video of me seeing Jojo jo- the cutout of Joe Jonas in my room at my bachelorette party and I watched that TikTok like twenty. And it's her times. just screaming. So <laughs> we're all like hanging out and all you hear is ah! 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 like over and over, like all day, every day. It was yeah, so funny. All of my friends Everyone's like again. <laughs> 
Um, but oh my god, what was my train of thought with that? Oh my god, I lost it. So anyway, I was like listening back to like some of our episodes, and I'm like, hmm, we're a little critical sometimes, but like <laughs> constructive criticism. Yeah, I just I would rather be honest about mm-hmm. how we're feeling. Whatever, for sure. But it's more um, it's more interesting to listen to also when true. we're controversial. Yeah, when we're Honestly, a little controversial. I, I see. I like being able to speak those points because when you tweet them, sometimes you seem like a yes, hater, you know. Yes, a hundred percent. I think it's good that you can hear us say it rather than reading yeah, it we're rational humans yes <laughs> we're not that crazy <laughs> but that leads to my point that i think there's been i have tweeted this many times over the last almost five years i still can't believe it's been five years since i've come back that it feels like yesterday me. it feels like a two max we've lived through a pandemic since Literally. then holy shit. craziness crazy. anyway i've tweeted many a times when like there's always going to be haters when they do shit. Yes. Whereas I think when we talk about things, it's constructive. It's oh, yeah. never like a, oh, why are they doing this? Yeah, like, and it's just our opinion on it. Yeah. You know. There's so many fans, I feel like, that are just never satisfied. Mm-hmm. They always have something to say. And I always tweet. at When I see, like, people ganging up on them or, like, just being, like, annoying for mm-hmm. no reason, it's like, this could have never happened. Yes. Like, we are lucky that we're yeah. even annoyed about this situation because this situation could just yeah. be nothing. How, like, we should never i always say we should never take advantage of the fact that they are here doing this because one we don't know how long that they could be doing it forever or it could be done soon we have no idea so it's like you should just be grateful and that's not saying they should like get a pass for things but like i just see so many complaints and Mm -hmm. like just everyone putting in their two cents of of just complaining and it's like i just have no patience for that Mm -hmm. because they literally did not have to come back and do this Mm -hmm. and i really well, I think they obviously love each other and want to do it. They did it for the fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If they had no fans, what would be the point of them getting yeah. together, you know? And I genuinely, I think something, too, that, like, I wanted to point out, especially after the video that they uploaded of on Twitter of, like, you know, for the fans. Yeah. I truly do feel like they have such a different relationship with their fans. Compared than to and, any, any other band. Yep. I mean, again, this is a fangirl podcast. We grew up doing things for Taylor and mm-hmm. Demi and we did a little bit of One Direction stuff yeah. and like we dabbled in other things. Like I truly, and I feel like this is just going to sound biased, but I've never seen artists connect with their fans the way that they do. No. And these, and, these old eyes have seen a lot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so cool too, though, that we felt that way so many years ago and we still feel that way, if not yes. more now. It's yeah. almost more sentimental because they're older and we really grew up with them. Yes. And we kind of look back at things with like a clear, like in a clear picture now. Like yeah. I, you know, and it's, our opinion hasn't changed yeah. on that. I always wonder what it's like for younger fans. Like, yeah. you know, like like a fan right now who's like 17. Yeah, because we like can't relate to that because yeah. all of our favorite people we've been fans of since the beginning, which and is so weird. And since way like all the people that we're fans of are pretty much in our age range. Like we're all yes. millennials. Yes. So we've kind of grown up with them, which I just think – and that's not to – to knock on any younger yeah. fans at all but i just think it's so special like i can't imagine not being at that it's so weird i can't i can't picture coming into a fan base now of an artist that's already been around and toured and you haven't been to like almost every tour you know it's so weird yeah and yeah there's nothing wrong with it it's just that's not how our lives have gone like yeah. we're lucky to be the same age as them yeah i think and, it makes it like oh, sentimental so and it's like not it's always sentimental and i think now you know people that are fans post come back Mm -hmm. they now you're five years into being a fan like you can definitely have like sentimental like things but i think for us because it is literally and we're not the only ones there's hundreds of fans like us but memories from like being young like 13 14 Mm -hmm. to now 
in our 30s. It's mm-hmm. like so sentimental to be yeah. able to say we grew up with that. And I feel like I've said this before that like it's just so cool that's like the one thing in life that has stayed the same minus the six-year breakup. Mm-hmm. But like it's basically the thing in life that just has not changed. So like we were rocking out to their music in our car when we were 13 mm-hmm. and now we're still doing it at 30. You yep. know, and I just I love that because I love like consistency and I love things that like don't change. Mm-hmm. I'm just that kind of person. I, hate change. I exactly <laughs> I hate change. So like I love like going you know being in the car with greg and i'm like i have a husband now and i'm like here living on my own yep. and being a real adult but like i'm still listening to the jones yep. brothers and that's what i did when i was living at home with my parents yep. and like it, i just i don't know why i love that yeah i get a kick out of it yep. and it just makes me feel like i don't know i would say comfortable that's so weird but like kind of yeah you know? i know but it's it is a sense of comfort yeah it's something that hasn't changed yes and not like same like John genuinely, when we get into the car, he will put on the album. Like and he, he's like, he oh, likes their music. And I'm like, <laughs> literally, I'm like, how cool is that? That I, if I could tell 13 year old me, you're going to grow up. This band's going to break up. You're going to be fucking crushed. You're still going to keep your best friend. <laughs> you guys are going to find husbands yeah. and you're going to find husbands who actually like their music yes. and go to concerts with you. I'd be yes. like, what? It's so funny because at your bridal shower, I was like, I feel like I sounded so stupid. I was trying to give a speech and I was trying to basically say that, how like, you know, we grew up doing this and like our, you know, it's just so cool that like we found husbands who like appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I was like word vomiting and getting choked up and I was just like, ah, our husbands are Jonas Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> what i was trying to say yeah. like i was like you know um i was like it's just i'm just so happy yeah. for us that like it all led right. to to where it is i feel like yeah. this tour too was even more like sentimental in that way and i feel like when they you know talk like how they did say like posting the video like yeah of them recognizing that like we truly have grown with them and just seeing like their love for us it is like it's emotional like, it really is special. it does so i'm just so happy <laughs> thanks guys if you're listening <laughs> i know it just it makes me so happy and it still is truly one of the happiest parts of my life and it's mm-hmm. just crazy how like then and now and it just still is and like yeah. we will have children and it still will be oh, and yeah. like i again that just makes me feel so happy it just is constant through our lives yes yeah. i think something that i'm always like again like kind of going back to what i said but i'm just now it's like whereas before like when we were younger not that like it was expected but like we never thought a world of them being not together was a thing yeah that now i'm just grateful for every concert we get to go to Mm -hmm. every experience because there was a time when that wasn't a thing so i'm just i live almost in this state of like just thankfulness yeah Yeah. just like always like being grateful and like happy that yeah they and, and not even just like that we get to experience but really like one of my favorite parts of this past tour was truly seeing how happy they were together. Yes. Even, especially when Joe was going through all the, oh, you know, know, divorce stuff, like seeing how much they supported each mm-hmm. other. Like that is the polar opposite of 2013. Yes. So it's completely. so, it's so cool for, I think for us to now see them genuinely happy. Like I, I, I said that like in the article, like, all that we could ever want as fans is happiness for them. And if yeah. that meant not being together, then yeah, were we angry? Sure. But years later, I was able to accept the fact, like, if that's what they want and that's what's going to make them happy, like, that's all we want. Yeah, exactly. But being able now, all these years later, to see them happy together and performing for us, like, it's like, we got it all. What more could we want? <laughs> you know? Yep. So true. Mm. Oh, I could cry. I know. It's so good. But 
Yeah, I, th- I just I thought that it would be cool for us to reflect on that, especially given the tour that they just did. And yeah. like kind of going through the errors and stuff and then kind of we got the 20th I'm, anniversary coming up. I am so interested to see what they're going to do for that. I feel it's funny because I feel like this tour, like they, not they said, that. yes, with just like every song, mm. it's like, what more can they possibly do? I want a re-recording of It's About Time. I know. I that feel would be like awesome. If honestly, like to me, if you're going to kick off a 20th of, if you're going to recognize 2005 that's the 20th anniversary of that yeah like i feel like you have to recognize that somehow How could they not and some of those songs yeah like are they like oh, dramatic yeah. and like you know <laughs> teeny bop is short but like that is like where it started like i would die if they oh my god i would listen to it on repeat like that would be amazing hopefully let's do it maybe we can manifest it let's manifest but, it and now we have a year to save our freaking yeah See, okay but this is the problem now kind of going into being fangirls how like I like Rosie. I talk about this all the time. Like we want a family, but I also cannot imagine being a mother right now. No. But like, what the like? What would we do? What are we gonna do? You got roasted on Twitter. (laughs) You got roasted on Twitter for this. I did. Like, (laughs) I was gonna be pregnant. First of all, it wasn't even my word. No, it was my it was my friend Emily (laughs) that I went to college with when I bonded over JoJo and Spike with. She, we were tweet like texting in our college group chat, and she said that as a joke because she's funny. But I'm like, I need to tweet this. And people were either like going crazy at me saying, oh, my God, yes. Or people are like, yeah, that happened to me this tour. I brought yeah. my kid or yeah. whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, really funny. I, but it's and, true. It's weird to think about because, yeah, 2025, we know they're touring. Yeah. That's two years. Could be two or less years from now. Yeah. Like, that's scary See, because it's, for that. me, it's not even about, I guess, that. It's... <laughs> The judgment of my parents and the people. I know for <laughs> oh, a Oh, could you fact, imagine if we're at the store pregnant? My father, if I have like a five-month-old, he's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're still leaving like, to go see the Jonas listen, Brothers? Roy, it's a, it's a sickness. It's a mental illness. <laughs> we can just keep talking about it. It's a mental or illness. I like, can't like, judge us. <laughs> listen, you love your grandkid? Watch him for the night. Bye. Oh, like That's what I feel great about being like living closer to where my parents are now yeah. because I will pass that child on anytime the Jonas Brothers are in town. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm just getting dinner with Brittany. Now we're just going to the city again. Bye. We'll be home at 3 a.m. Oh my god. I know it's weird to think about. It's funny because like here we are at the stage of life, and like we would talk about like you know what the stage of life is going to look like, and now it's like we're still doing it, Mm -hmm. talking about what the next stage of life is going to look like. But that's a lot closer. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna be here sooner than. Oh, it scares me. Oh my it's God. really is sooner than we yeah. want. <laughs> we just don't like growing up. No, I really don't. It I it's just it's scary how fast it goes. Mm-hmm. It feels like just yesterday we were doing the pre breakup things. Yeah. You know, I feel like we were literally sitting outside of Trump Hotel yeah. or outside of MTV. And that was over a decade ago. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens when you get old, you know? Yeah. Don't get old. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. I love this episode. Me too. This I like fun. reflecting. I do too. If you're loving the pod, make sure to give us five stars. We did have a little bit of <laughs> we oh. so listen, we we do, if you don't like the podcast, that's, that's fine. fine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's just funny that we randomly, <laughs> after our B stage brawl mm. podcast, have 
all five star reviews and then we got one one star not it was like her a, not even, <laughs> teal jacket not even like a five or like a four even like a, a three or not, not even like a four or three or two a one it's yeah. like you're just a hater yes you know that was intentional yeah that was somebody who's got big hater energy towards so, us it's fine you know just don't listen to yeah. us then if you don't like yeah <laughs> or don't or don't be petty and leave us a one star review exactly and, and listen if you did leave a one star review and it's because you genuinely don't like the podcast let us know why we yeah we would love to improve yeah but, we love we love constructive criticism yes, in this but house for everyone who's given us five stars thank you so much that's yes. so nice I, like it like blows my mind i think people literally go out of their way to like click a button to yep. rate us five stars and, like leave a comment like it's just so sweet and the people and that tweet us just, like yeah anyone listening and tweeting like i feel like we talk about often but like we just appreciate it so much yeah. it blows my mind that like people want to listen to us yeah and again like almost like reflecting like we're aging ourselves but podcasts were not a thing in 2013 <laughs> no like, they just weren't a thing but like if we would have had like if someone would have told us like in 10 years the boys are gonna be back together and you are gonna start a podcast like, what with, the fuck like, is that the two of you are gonna <laughs> run this thing and do it like i just think it's so cool that i we're know doing that. i love it it's another layer of our fangirl friendship yeah just makes it so much funner you it know? does so Again, if you're loving the pod, <laughs> rate us five stars and make sure to follow us on social media. We've been trying to pump out our TikTok yeah, game. Yeah, so pretty good. If you have a TikTok, make sure to follow us. Our TikTok and Instagram is just the two broke fangirls with the uh, number two written out. And then our Twitter is the number two broke fangirls underscore. So make sure to give us a follow. Yay. All right, thank well, you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next one. See ya.